Hello, and welcome to the Dare to Care with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Renee Wyman. On our show, we talk about not just how to care, but why to care. We feature people who go above and beyond in caring because caring is cool. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dare to Care with Michelle podcast. This is our first episode. Woo! Number one, number one. And of course, on my first episode, who else would I have on here but my husband, Christoph J. Wyman? Christoph J. Wyman is a multiple time best selling author with three books in my hand. The first one is Getting to Wow Everybody Wins with Five Star Service. The second one, The Customer Experience. A book on the way out is On the Way In. I don't know how to say that. A book that's going to be released, Ultimate Speaker, Unleash Your Superpower, as well as Impact. I can't read the bottom of it. With Jen Duplessis, that's so exciting, and that's a, another best-selling book. He's also a speaker empowerment coach the creator and producer of Ultimate Speaker Competition, the co-producer of a prime video show called Speak Up. He's my husband. He's uh, our puppy daddy. He is a father, a stepdad, a grandpa, and an all-around great guy. This is Christoph J. Wyman. Everybody say hello. Some of you that have seen me before know what this is. This is my gratitude bell. And it reads, if you can see right there, it reads, be ring, bring the gratitude. And I am very grateful and excited. I don't have an excited bell and a joyful bell and a congratulations bell, but all of that in here. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much. And I'm super excited for you and more especially for your listeners and your viewers, because this show is going to be, is is on multiple platforms. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, we are on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and the exciting one is Everyday Woman TV. Woohoo! Uh, With Galit a- Ventura Rosen and Angela Giles. Yeah. So, and Everyday Woman TV is uh, on streaming network on all the all the big streaming uh, areas, whether it's uh, Roku or Apple TV, all all of them. It's all over the place. Or you can get download the app on your phone and watch it at work. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so because for this this first uh, episode. Michelle has asked me to take a different role and we are switching. We're not going to switch screens, but I am sitting in the interviewer seat and she will be the interviewee for this, but it will of course become a conversation. But uh, since it's her show, she thought it would make sense for us to get to know her rather than her just talking uh, on a monologue. So yes. if I could begin by saying my guest today is Michelle Renee Wyman. She is a leader in the healthcare industry, 30 years as a nurse, 
RNBSN. She is the recipient of multiple customer service uh, awards of excellence, including the international award. You can see right behind her, over her right shoulder, left shoulder, the DAISY Award, which is only given out a couple of times uh, at one particular uh, venue at a hospital a year, and she was the recipient of that. She is also, as you know, the creator and host of this show, Dare to Care. We're going to talk about what it's all about, how it came about, what it's going to be, because this is number one. She's also launching a book or in the process of writing two books, one which is a collaboration book by the same name as this show, Dare to Care, and a second book, which will be her own uh, solo book. And what is the title of that? Um, right now, the working title is You've Got This and I've Got You. You've Got This and I've Got You sounds like the words of a song. You've Got This and I've Got You. And she is a mother of three and a soon to be, she is a step grandmother. I guess step Freddie, yeah. We have between us, we have five grown children, three on her side, two on my side, six grandbabies, and a one coming from her side, her second son. And what else can I say about Michelle? She is an advocate for animal rights and specifically puppy. Hell yes, of course. How can I forget? I'll get to that in a second. I but she is very, very uh, strong advocate for puppy rescues. We support uh, a rescue both here in Las Vegas, as well as one in St. Louis, where we met. She is a two-time number one bestselling author in two collaboration books by the same, by the same uh, entity, Everyday Woman uh, Enterprises, I guess, yes. with Galit Ventura Rosen. And the book is the uh, successful woman's everyday woman's go ahead, read the title guide to the successful mind guide to the mindset of a successful woman. And she is in there with 29 other yeah. uh, amazing successful women and earlier or late last year, the recipient of the nurse of the year award by also, everyday yeah. woman TV. And we have had the pleasure of being on the cover of speaking life magazine together, as well as having an article in she exists magazine by our good friend, Janelle Harris and this came out about a month or two ago. It's hard to read with my blurry background, but it says, meet the five-star power couple, Michelle, Renee Wyman, and Christoph J. Wyman. So we're doing some things. We're doing we some are. things. And this is, I'm so excited and I'm happy for you, Michelle. You have been working very, very hard when you are not working very, very hard at the hospital. So let's talk about this show and, and the whole concept. Uh, Dare to Care. What is it all about and where, where did this idea come from? Gotcha. Thank you for asking. So when I, I always wanted to write a book and I wanted to write a book about all the things that nurses see and experience, the positive, the negative. Uh, I, I've witnessed straight up miracles, mm. you know, stuff that you can't even believe. And then I've also seen some really horrible things that I've told you about. And I, I wanted to write a book and I wanted to call it 
can't make this stuff up. A different word than stuff, I think, right? Uh, it might have had a different word in mind. So I presented that to our friend and publisher and uh, photographer extraordinaire, Ken Smiley Rashan, Dr. Ken Smiley Rashan. I said, I have this idea for a book, a collaboration book called We Can't Make This Stuff Up. Well, Christoph and Ken both convinced me not that that was not the title. Uh, you know, it's it, it, it's not. I, I agree with that. And Ken, uh, Dr. Smiley Rashan, came up with the idea. He called me one day and he said, I have the, I have your title. I know what it is. I said, okay, what, what is it? And he said, dare to care. Dare to care. Wow. And it's health, healthcare superheroes sharing their stories of inspiration, hope, and resilience. Hmm. I thought that's amazing. That's a, yeah. that's amazing. That's more than a book. It's more than you can't make this stuff up because it really tells what it's about. Yeah. And thank you. Kudos and thank you. Ring the gratitude for, for Dr. Smiley. He's brilliant. He is a, a, a prolific writer and publisher great friend of ours has been instrumental as a core uh part of our team of the ultimate speaker competition that you mentioned earlier and a celebrity event photographer think of who your favorite celebrity is and there's a pretty good chance that dr smiley has captured them on camera he's also the founder of a nonprofit called the keep smiling movement and so yeah thank you dr smiley you'll see this at some point and uh, let's go back to to the 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 whole idea of this podcast, which then also is growing into a book and other things as well. What what does the phrase "dare to care" mean? What for me, "dare to care" is about it's representing people who are not afraid to go above and beyond in caring and doing something for people. You know, it could be our friend Karen, who Karen Eastman, who is uh, a conscious positivity specialist, or it can be my friend Alyssa, who's a nurse, Alyssa McLeod, who's a nurse and has her own special uh, disabilities. And you'll be hearing from her very soon as well. She'll be on one of our episodes in the next uh, few weeks, but You'll be, it could be her, or maybe it's our, our friend Jenny DeBolt, who is a, a, a Suicides in Sequence is her book, and she talks about suicide prevention, suicide awareness. So there's, there's people that just reach up, reach me so hard, and because they have such a, a glow about them, because they care about other people so much. And I, I remember, because I've been around you as this has uh come into inception at the beginning your focus originally if i'm if i correct me if i'm wrong was going to be solely nurses because that's your field right and you have nurses but the people that you've just mentioned only one of them our nurse is a nurse right. so this this whole the whole podcast the show even the book itself is going to have people that come under the umbrella of of Daring to care, being people that are passionate and positive about bringing 
care and kindness to the world, but not necessarily only nurses, right? It's it's going to be people who care. It's going to be people who are open and care about making a difference in the world, making the world a better place. I want to get a hold of, we have, we have our dog, Lily, and, I, and she's actually in with Kristoff right now, but she, she has a glaucoma and we have an eye doctor for our dog. I want him on there because he is amazing with her. He comes in and he, he focuses on, on Lily and he says, how's my special girl today? And he starts, you know, he doesn't like jump That's in. my phrase for her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't just like, okay, let's get in there and get the eyes. He's, he takes the time with her. And I want to get him on this podcast and, mm. and talk to him about how he, how he chose to his field and what animals mean to him. I mean, there are so many people who care and who go above and beyond. And I want to reach out to them and bring them on here and talk about caring, self-care, excuse me, self-care, pet care, caring for your family members, caring for your elderly family members, caring for children, workplace. How, how do we take care of each other at work? How do you care about that stranger at the grocery store? Maybe, you know, the, the grocery store clerk says, hi, how are you? Because that's what they have to say. And I, and I don't say, oh, I'm fine. How are you? You know, I just, I say, I'm amazing. How are you today? And I get their attention so that they actually look at me and they see a smile. And that's what Karen is all about too, is, is that positivity. But that's what I, that's the direction I want to go with this. I want, I want us to learn how to care. People forgot how to care. We, we got quarantined. We got put in our homes mm -hmm. and we forgot to how to care about other people. And, you know, I, I want to teach people how to care again. Uh, and your intro talks about that too. If you've, if you're here watching, you've already heard the intro and it really talks about that, you know, in the past few years, as you alluded to, it's been locked down, shut down, shut in people being restricted from, you know, for, for health reasons, et cetera but it has caused people to be inward. We've had to wear masks, but it's not just a physical. I think that there's a kind of a, an emotional or a mental mask or wall that people have put up exactly. and you still see it. Yeah, most places in the US where there's not a mask mandate anymore and we're not gonna talk about politics and things of that nature, but I think you can really still feel People, you know, not only, you know, when wearing the mask, you we were not uh, allowed or encouraged or uh, uh, made, I'm stumbling in my words, but, you know, people stopped giving handshake. People social distancing. Social distancing, that's the word. But the social distancing became emotional distancing. And that wall, I really believe, still exists amongst many people. People don't want to get close. People don't want to get involved. People don't want to, uh, you know, because it's been forced upon us. Right. And and you're saying whatever is going on with that, we still need to break through and right. bring back this this um, kindness. Got and their phone. Everybody's got their phones on them. And you're focusing on your phone and you're not even looking at the humans around you. 
You're not even looking, you're at the grocery store and you're on your phone or you're picking up your items. You're not looking at the humans around you and going, that that lady can't, is having trouble reaching that thing at the on the top shelf. Let me help her. You know, just little things that we can do to care, to show that we're all human. We need that human touch. We need to be able to shake hands or to put your hand on someone's shoulder or to hug. We need to be able to do that again. And we can, and we just have to be not, not afraid to do it. You had mentioned something which I, of course, not being in the medical field and not being um, around it, I was completely unaware of. But you had mentioned something about, you know, during the last two years when everything was on hold or on pause or in various states of of uh, shutdown or whatever, you had talked, told me about something that was unique with nurses and nursing school, which really also kind of is a spark, I believe, for what led to this. So share share with us about that. Yeah. And I actually, one of our author, one of the authors in the Dare to Care book, her name is Iris. And she wrote, she's already sent me part of her chapter. And it's about her, her experience going through nursing school, her experience going through nursing school, she didn't get to touch a patient. She never, so she didn't touch a single patient during nursing school. Can you imagine this? And she went through school and she got her good grades because that's who Iris is. And, and she passed her boards and now she's a nurse and she's going to go in and she's going to start your IVs and she's going to take care of you, do whatever it is that you need done. But she's never touched a human being as a nurse. And that that was, you know, that's scary to me. But also I want these nurses to know it's okay to care about people. Like they, they, uh, they've had resuscitation Annie, resuscitation Annie, mm -hmm. you know, where that's what they're learning how to do stuff on. You know, they're learning how to start IVs on a, on a plastic arm. And they don't see the fear in someone's eyes when you're bringing a big ass needle out toward them. Sorry. Mm. When you're bringing a big needle toward them, they don't see the, they don't understand yet the, um, the, the fear. human elephant, the emotion, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I suppose in five years, they may have resuscitation Annie that can talk and, uh, you know, that's going to be an AI robot, but we're not at that point yet. So something it's you mentioned. It's an AI robot, though. It's still not a human being. Yes. You and mentioned about putting needles in plastic arms. There is a time when that could be beneficial. When somebody is, is maybe six or seven years old as a child. Um. When you say I'm that. Thinking like about I a story that pertains to you. Oh, I don't have her here. Just tell us about it, though. Because <laughs> so as soon I, as you said a plastic arm, that's what I thought of. What are so, you talking about? We're keeping the audience in suspense. Oh, my goodness. So when I was growing up, I, I, I people asked me why I wanted to become a nurse. And I, I explained to people I never Michelle, had a choice. Why did you want to become a nurse? That's a good question, Christoph. I didn't have a choice. This is what I've always been. It's what I've always done. And when I was growing up, I had this little doll and she's on, she's in my closet right now. Sorry, Tender Love. Her name is Tender Love. And I used to give Tender Love shots. I used to give her shots 
and I bandaged her boo-boos and all the things that you, that nurses would do. I didn't play dress up. I didn't play house. <laughs> I didn't play cook. You played I hospital. Played nurse. nurse. <laughs> wow. Nurse. I gave her shots. I bandaged her. I, I, I gave her medicine when, when she needed medicine, which was usually was when I needed medicine as well. But <laughs> <laughs> I gave, I, I played nurse. That's what I did. And yeah, so that's a, that's a fun little point that you brought up. <laughs> and, and you had a family member that was instrumental. You said you didn't have a choice. You've always been, and you didn't say, you said the word nurse, but there's a different word. I'm a healer. I, um, my great grandmother, grandma Grace, she was born in 1900 or 1901. And when my mom was pregnant with me, grandma Grace said, she's a healer or this baby's a healer, not she's a healer, but this baby's a healer. I've always been a healer. I, before I was born, I was the little girl who took, uh, my friends to the nurse's station when they scraped their knees. I wow. was, uh, I did all those things. I've always been a nurse and this is so why why do a podcast? I'm a great nurse. I'm a fantastic nurse. I'm a fantastic leader. Why do a podcast? Because I want to reach more people. I want to I want to reach and sometimes we're going to talk about things like diabetes and and how and some things that you can do besides what the doctor orders. Some things that you can do for diabetics or for your high blood pressure. You know when uh at one point I was getting these horrible headaches at work and I went to the doctor and the doctor said, oh, you know, and of course, me being a nurse, let me step back. Uh, I would take I would take my blood pressure. My blood pressure would be high. So I went to the doctor and I said, I'm getting these horrible headaches at work. And I took my blood pressure. My blood pressure is this. So what did the doctor do? She gave me a pill. Mm. Now, did she say to you, to me, Michelle? You need to do some meditation. You need to do some deep breathing. You need to do um, some relaxation, some visualization, do some other things besides hand me a pill and say, here, take this when you have a headache. Sorry, guys. No, that's that's our babies. Yeah, that's our babies. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what I'm getting now. So that's what part of what I want is I want to be able to teach people how to take care of themselves with the doctor's care. I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing you something and I'm not telling you stop it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not prescribing you something and I'm not telling you to stop taking your medications. For goodness sake, I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's other things that we can do to help you along the way. And some of those things will be covered during our, our podcast. Very exciting. Now you're, uh, you mentioned a few different guests. You have some guests lined up. I do. What if somebody, are you still looking for guests as this moves along? So as I, as I am continuing, hoping to continue this podcast for as long as people want to listen to it, I will always, am always open for more guests. And what 100%. would be, what kind of person or who, who would I, I'm interested in the person who feels like they go above and beyond and caring, or they have a message that they want to get out there. You know, um, I, I have a, a, a specialist and Eddie. 
I have a specialist who deals with uh, side gigs who wants to help. And she's going to be on on one day. I, I, I have an interview with her in a couple of days. So she deals with what? Side gigs, like um, selling uh, products like Juice Plus or, you know, how to start a side gig, why to start a side gig, you know, how to get how to get things rolling so that you can get extra money on the side so you don't have to work it so much michelle uh, <laughs> but she's going to be on in um in just a, a few weeks and she's gonna she's fantastic her name's christy she is absolutely fantastic and she's we're doing our interview uh like i said in a couple of days but i'm so excited because she is one of the people who has mentored me along with some of the things that i do Awesome. Uh, so and... that's one person. And then there's also, uh, you know, people who have written a book. If you've written a book, you probably have a message you want to get out there. And I assume that that message is about positivity. And if your message is about positivity, then I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to bring you on because I'm pretty sure that you care about something and somebody. And another person I know you are uh, in the process or will be interviewing soon, Marilyn Morales. Yeah. Who was a participant in our ultimate speaker competition in Philadelphia. About an uh, hour from now. <laughs> okay. Do you want to share a little bit, uh, teaser about what her uh, mission is all about? Absolutely. So Marilyn is a nurse also, and she is, her focus is bone marrow transplant, uh, bone marrow donation. And so she, her, she had a child who needed a bone marrow transplant and because she's Hispanic, uh, the different um, ethnicities have a more difficult time of getting bone marrow transplants, of finding matches. You know, so the diff she is Hispanic, uh, but she also specifically in her book mentions Asians um, and then also black uh, blacks or African Americans. And her book is called When the Answer Is No, uh, because sometimes you know. They're, they're looking for bone marrow transplants. Uh, Marilyn's story was fascinating to me. She was in ultimate speaker competition. She became, she was a semifinalist yes. uh, in Philadelphia. She was a nurse at 9-11. Um, and she, she talks about that and how she, uh, when she went to leave for work that morning, her son was playing nicely with his grandma and she didn't want to disturb them. So she left without telling her son goodbye. And then that was the day that 9-11 happened and her whole life could have been changed dramatically. And thankfully, it, you know, she and her son are both okay, but it's still, it's that thought, it's that process of, of her having the special message to share with all of us, of making sure you tell your family goodbye every time. You know, we don't leave each other without giving a kiss goodbye and a hug. And, you know, it's just an amazing, of course, you're a good guy and I like you a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Uh, so this is quite exciting. I'm very happy for you. You have so much going on, so much. How do you manage, because you also are full-time employed still as a leader at the hospital, here in Las Vegas. So how are you able to manage these multiple projects at the same time? Oh my goodness, sometimes it's not easy. And, and the, the, the main thing with how I manage all of it is that it's 
it's all on the same road. So Dare to Care is all traveling down a road. Uh, the book, you know, that that's the name of the street, Dare to Care. And then <laughs> there's these little side streets. Whoosh, there's a podcast. And whoosh, here's a TV show. Here's a book. Here's another book. But they're all on the same street. I'm not going in different, completely different directions. I'm I'm on the same path going in and just taking little side roads off to the side. I do have a, I, I have to keep very good um, calendar and I, I haven't put it all on, on line yet. I'm still doing a pen and paper because it's easier for me to see it, but yeah, it's uh, the, it's not always easy. And, you know, I do my best to keep everything. It's also, it's not just all those things, but then there's also time for me and you. There's time for the puppies. There's time for, you know, to talk to my kids or my my parents. My parents live 1,600 miles away. I, I make time to talk to them. I'm always utilizing all of my time. You know, I talk to my dad at least one, once or twice a week on my way to work, you know, or on my way home from work. You know, I'm just always, you know, double. Sometimes I'm double uh, working uh, more than one thing, but it's always, it's amazing. And it's a journey that I believe in. So it's not hard. So what, you know? and, and you have been a nurse for 30 years, yeah. uh, which is uh, an amazing accomplishment in itself and the awards and accolades that you've received and the, the way that you've grown and been a leader. The, what would you say to somebody, because this is two completely different things. There's, there's the, the traditional employment or corporate type, job and then there's this entrepreneur journey and you're doing both at the same time right. what would you say to somebody who maybe is looking to do something uh oh i've i've always thought about writing a book or oh oh i would love to start this you know part-time business or or something that's not kind of the norm yeah how do, how do they start what do they do what do they need to do what do they need to have or uh yeah just kind of yeah. talk to so that the, because the... it and before because i would say it took you all like this didn't happen immediately right because we've been together for 10 years Ten years yeah been married nine years and when did the spark yeah i guess it's multiple questions what would you say to those people and then when and how did that spark happen for you when did this really start to kick in Okay. So it's a so, lot, I'm asking you a lot at the same time. <laughs> let's start with number one. So number one is what would I say to those people? And the first thing is knowing your why. Why do you want to do that? Do you, you know, know the idea is to know your why and to know like for me, how my why is that I want to help people. I want to help a lot of people. You know, and that's that's why I'm I'm doing the podcast. I mean, I could I could work full time as a nurse, pick up an extra shift every week and make tons of money and not have to not have to uh, work so hard on all my days off, you mm. know, and and Christoph knows that I work on my days off. I'm in the in my office, you know. But I do something every day. So how do you do it? If you're just starting out, 
You know your why. You know why you want to do this. Maybe your why is because you want to spend more time with your kids or your grandkids or your parents. What What is your why? And have that locked in. And then um, do something every day toward that goal. Even on the days that I work, I do something every day toward that goal to accomplish where 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 we want to go, where I want to go. And and that's very good advice. It's simple, but it's it's important, right? Yeah. And some days it's one thing. Some days it's literally one thing, sure. and then other days it's like um, I'm on days that I'm off work. I'm in my office, and I've got a schedule written down. From this time to this time, I'm going to work on my Instagram. From here to here, I'm working on my email list. On from here to here, I'm working on my podcast. You know, I'm working on my logo. I'm working on all those different things. I'm doing it all at at the same time, but I've got it all timed out. What time? When I'm doing what? And you mentioned logo. We're going to come back to that in a second because that I know has great importance, does, and we'll come to that. So my second question. You are full on with this now, and and it's only been somewhat recent, right? Somewhat recent. What what was the spark, or what what prompted or inspired you to? Because I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and here's the thing: a lot of times, when, as as a married couple, there are times that we do spend where we're sitting out on the patio, people that have been to our ultimate speaker competition, they know about uh, Christoph and Michelle on the patio, I'll smoke a cigar, we'll drink wine. And sometimes that's our inspiration we take. I, I, I live with notebooks. I have notebooks and notebooks and notebooks everywhere. But there are also times where we're done and we just go out and we don't talk anything about you know, so there are questions that maybe I have to schedule to get on the show so that I can ask some of my my questions. But I'm half half not serious. What when did this really start to kick in? And you did you make a conscious decision, or was it something you had been thinking and planning for a while? And then when did the fire start to really get you know stoked and? turned out yeah this is this is a hard question because i don't know the answer i i think you know it and the first book that i wrote with delete which i don't have a copy of in here oh yeah i do it's over there um i i put that so I that was always, about a year about a little over a year ago i believe yeah years two years ago okay yeah and in that book i wrote that i always knew i was meant for more mm. you know I, I I was a, a teenage uh, mom. I quit high school, but I knew I was meant for more, and I and I made it. I I I uh, got my GED. I went to nursing school. I did all those things. I always knew I was meant for more, and I don't think that I don't know if there was ever a a oh wow this is what I'm gonna do. I think that it's just always been that feeling of you know every time every job I've had, and you know you 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 we've been together for ten years. So when we got here, I was an ICU nurse. Amazing ICU, great, great coworkers. Which but you had never done before. No, I had been an ICU or nurse. Or you had before. been an Well, and then you became the ICU supervisor. Which but you then had I became, not. yeah. So then I became the ICU supervisor, charge nurse. And, but, so then I felt like then I can reach out and I can touch more patients. I can help the nurses more. I can support the nurses. 
And then I decided now, you know, I, I was at a job I really loved. I loved that job so much. I loved working with the doctors and the nurses that I worked with so much. Um, but then I got that little, I need to do something more. And so then I said, okay, what is it? So now I'm a, I, I'm a house supervisor at one of the local hospitals. And I had to, in order to take this job, I had to change, I had to leave my friends and, you know, not that I had to leave my friends. I had to leave my coworkers and, and, and my doctors that I loved. And I had to switch to a whole new area. Uh, and now I run a whole hospital on, on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, when they say, I want to see the person in charge, that's me. Um, my favorite thing is when they say they want to talk to my boss, because I'm like, oh, here I am. <laughs> oh, but it's, I, I always wanted, I, I wanted more. I wanted to reach for more. I wanted to help more people. And this is the next step. This is the next step. This is the way I can reach more people, you know. More, more people can find me, hear my, my message, and hear what I have to say, and I can reach more. So when did it start? I don't know. But it, it definitely has ramped up. And so obviously, I would say a, a big part of the spark, I think, is when you wrote your, your first cha your chapter in that very first book with Galit, and then you did some uh, coaching with, with Galit as well, right? Yes, and I then even, even with our ultimate speaker competition, which we have done now nine times, you were with me all but one because I did it. We were contracted or we, you know, we had people coming in from out of town in 2020 when Michelle actually got uh, got the C. Uh, but you've been with us. We've been doing this since 2019. But and I was even, with you in heart and on of video. Of course, of course, absolutely. But I'm saying just in terms of your role, so even that you become more, uh, you, you're becoming um, a more, um, what's the word, confident, competent speaker. You mm -hmm. take a lot more charge of time on stage when we are doing events. We have some other events that we are going to be planning so I'm I'm just really impressed and and excited for you. Right. And I'm I'm excited for us. I mean, we we are we I mean, we've got the speak up, which is a prime video on Amazon Prime. And we are the executive co-producers of this show. So we're finding the speakers. We we are reaching out. And if it, and can you tell people if they want to be on prime video? How do they reach out to you for that? Just contact me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. Prime Video is, you know, where the NFL Thursday Night Football is. Their audience is huge. And we are co-producers, co executive co-producers of, of the show. And it's very cool. And interesting that my main focus has been for many, many years, customer service, service and hospitality which is about caring as well. It's just a different, uh, you know, a different approach, but it's very interesting how your field and my field even more so is, is coming together and there will be opportunities. We're looking at going to different medical or health type conferences and speaking together in tandem as a duo speaker. So I had mentioned, I don't want to forget 
let's go back to the logo. The logo for Dare to Care, which you have put a lot of time and care into uh, uh, creating and having created. So talk about it. And if you're watching, just go to wherever you're watching, click on the header on Spotify or Apple or Everyday Woman, uh, move your channel and you'll see this uh, beautiful logo. Talk to us about it. So what the logo is, is it represents everything that I am and what Dare to Care is. So the first thing is a heart, um, which is obviously caring. It's about care and love and loving, loving everyone. Surrounding the heart is a stethoscope on one side because you know, I'm, I'm a nurse and that's, that's who I am. And that's what I, what I do. And the stethoscope re represents hearing, you know, so it's a, a heart, it's hearing, it's hearing each other and hearing other people. And then the bottom part of it is a hand, which is helping support the, the, the whole thing. Uh, so so that is the main part of the logo. And then the bottom part says, is a heartbeat. Did you to do with Michelle? Did you <laughs> did you because I want to be part of your heartbeat, people? Wow. I love it. It's really cool. It's very cool. And you described it so so well. And even something like that, you know, I see maybe I don't know if this is too much of a tandem, but or tangent. I see sometimes people will put a post on, on Facebook. Hey, I need your help. Uh, here's 12 renditions of my logo. Uh, which one? But my question is, well, what's the logo about? Is, is it, am I, do I give you my advice because I like the black color that goes with the blue, but when Michelle created this and for anybody who is an entrepreneur, if you're creating a logo, yes, it should be aesthetically pleasing. Yes, it should uh, be the colors maybe that represent your brand should represent your brand but what is the emotion and the feeling that you wanted to evoke and then I gave a very small little bit your your font of dare to care at first there were some uh, offerings that your designer did that were very blocky letters and I said it it doesn't it doesn't have that that flow and the one that you land that you chose i think it also carries energy too it has like a flow to it yeah yeah she did a great job and the colors that she mixed in were you know because uh those who you can even see a little bit in my hair i love purple uh so she brought in the colors that i like which are purple and teal and the teal is is a lighter teal. It's it's not a bright teal. But she brought the colors that I love together to create a movement. the the whole The whole logo you can just see the movement in it, and that's what I really I wanted. I I, I kept looking at the different things. I told her what I wanted. I told her the basis behind it. But uh, everything that she kept sending me, it was flat. And I said, I want something that has energy. And oh my gosh. She came up with this and the I final just... product is, is really wonderful. Really beautiful. Well, listen, Michelle, uh, obviously it goes without saying that we could continue on and probably will <laughs> much more conversation. Yeah. What I'd like to ask you to just share your, your final words as this is my one and only time as the host 
on your show, Dare to Care, which I am so honored to be here with you and, and so thrilled for the launch. This is, uh, and I, t- tell us your tagline, because I know we heard it, if they, if, if you've tuned in, so you heard it also during the intro, but yeah. I want you to share about that too. And then just your, your final words. Yeah, the, my tagline is, caring is cool. You know, why, why should they, why should people care? Because caring is cool. Caring, it releases endorphins in your brain that can create, uh, uh, I don't want to say use the word high, but yeah, can create a high to make you just feel good, you know, and I, and I want people to feel good. You don't understand how much better you can feel just by giving the cashier your smile. Yeah. You see somebody without a smile, give them one of yours. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> so that, yeah. So, and my final, my final, thank you so much, Christoph. And, and I know that this is not how we normally would do things. And I appreciate you always being willing to support me and you are so supportive and you've helped me so much. And, you know, part of how I got to my entrepreneur journey is watching you with yours and, and watching us grow together and you know watching the ultimate speaker competition and i watch the people that we've supported that you've supported that we've supported and i watched them grow and how could i not want to do that but you're you are amazing and you're the speaking coach uh by the way it's uh standing ovation speaking and i personally went through his course so he's like oh you're doing you do so good with your speaking and (laughs) that was not an (laughs) ass It was not this, but I'll take, yeah. And it just shows your commitment. I I just want to uh, really highlight and honor you because anybody who knows Michelle, if you're just watching or listening and you've not come across her, your paths have not crossed prior. One thing that you'll know about Michelle, aside from the care and the kindness is the commitment to excellence. You know, she mentioned when she was 14, uh, she, I guess, left, left high school, but every, when I, when 16. she's 16, okay. 16 for, <laughs> but every excellence has always been this standard when we first met, when we first met and it was the first time I ever asked somebody out through a text. I was so proud of myself that I texted, but here's the thing we were, that struck me we were talking about meeting up um, a couple days later and she said, well, I have to finish my schoolwork and I'll check my schedule. And I thought, wait a second. Now we're not young. <laughs> this was, this was hey. 10 years. I mean, <laughs> Hey, okay. She's not in her twenties. That's what I'm, all I'm saying. 10 years ago. And I'm thinking, okay, so she's, she's in class for something. This is somebody who not only exudes excellence, but is always looking to reach the next level. And and hence the awards, and I know that you don't do things for awards, but it just is the natural uh, recognition of somebody that strives for and, and has a standard of excellence. And I know that you are going to be extremely successful as you always are, because it, uh, you know, when they say failure is not an option, well, failure is an option, but it's not an option that happens with Michelle. 
no. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't quit easily. And I, and you know, my dad, he'll say, he, he will be the first one to say, well, whatever it is, you're going to be great at it. You know, I'm dad, I'm writing a book. I've never done that before. Well, it's going to be great. When can I order it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so awesome. And you do, you, you have such the supportive family. We just want to give a shout out to them also. Uh, to my mom and dad, uh, Barb Dunn and Leo Boyer and Sharon and and Don and my brother and sister, Scott and Shannon. I just, my kids, you know, Sean and, and Greg and Melissa, they're all so supportive. And then my extended family, all so supportive. I'm so blessed uh, to, to have people in my life who just support me. And if I start to waver, they just like lift me back up without any hesitation and and you're number one on that list of the people that lift me up and and help guide me and help remind me who I am. Well, I am so happy for you and proud of you and uh, I love you so much. Friends, thank you for joining us on the first episode of Dare to Care. Say with you Michelle. With, Dare to Care with Michelle. Say your goodbye, Michelle. Thank you all so much for joining us today on the Dare to Care with Michelle podcast. I love you all, and I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Don't forget, caring is cool. And where's my, there it is. Thank you so much for joining us today. We love and appreciate your support and feedback. Positive reviews are always welcome. Make sure you follow and like so that you'll be notified of each entertaining and informative episode. Till next time, this is Michelle Renee Wyman. And remember that caring is cool. So now it's your turn. Go show someone that you care today.